Ever feel like you're doing this teaching thing alone? You don't have to be. Share Teaching is all about sharing the workload through the power of collaboration and teamwork. Together, we'll walk through all the difficult parts of teaching and learn how to streamline our processes, fine-tune our time management, and develop a more manageable workload. If that sounds like a dream come true to you, then welcome to the Shared Teaching Podcast. Let's share in the teaching to make those dreams a reality. Now here's today's Shared Teaching. Hello and welcome back to another summer bonus episode where every Saturday in June and July I've been producing an episode that is a little bit more in depth on something that I've covered in the previous Wednesday's episode. Today is episode number 90. I can't believe how close I'm getting to 100. And we are talking about writing lesson plans and how to make it a system. And one of the best hacks to save time when you're writing lesson plans is to make it a system. Having a system in place makes writing your lessons go so much faster, especially we all know we have very limited prep. And some of us, unfortunately, have no prep at all. So welcome. My name is Susan, and this is the Share Teaching Podcast. So the first thing I want to talk about when you are writing lessons is to think about the lesson plan format. Now, this is the first step in getting your system for lesson planning started. And our lesson plan formats are given to us through our school or district many times. And if it's not, then you have some flexibility to decide the flow of your lessons. After being in the same school district for the past several years, I've gotten quite accustomed to using their I do, we do, you do gradual release format. Anyone else with me? (laughs) I'll even go so far as to say I love using the breakdown of a lesson for my students. Within my writing block, I teach lessons broken apart in this gradual release model, but I also include the components of my writer's workshop. These are an introduction, the mini lesson, independent writing, and share time. So every time I sit down to write my lesson plans, I know my writing lessons will have the same format. And then I try to keep it similar with my other subjects if I can. So my reading has a very similar format. And then science and social studies are usually different, but they have their own format as well. So I really want you to think of what are your building blocks, let's say, of your lesson plan, and then making sure you duplicate that every time you go to write your lessons, and it's going to make it so much easier and less time that you're thinking through what you have to do to make these lessons. Okay, the next thing is the content of writing your lesson plans. So once you have the format of your lesson plans, you want to know what exactly you're going to be teaching. Will you be teaching following units or themes? Is there a curriculum you must follow? Determining the answers to these questions will help you decide on what you will be including for your lesson plan content. I like to teach my writing units by genre, so I have narrative writing, informative writing, and opinion writing. And I chose genre because it closely follows my state standards, which align with the Common Core standards as well. Aligning my content closely with the standards I teach makes it easy to ensure I cover the required content. So I really want you to think through what exactly are you teaching after you have your format. And before we continue on, I just want to say today is the last day to sign up for the free 
Self-Care Summer Conference. It's going on right now. Started on Friday. It's going from Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. That's July 21st through the 23rd. And today is the last day to buy the all-access pass. So if you happen to miss Friday sessions and you're really interested in them, you can get an all-access pass and you have access to that content Saturdays and Sundays more than the 24 hours that you have with the free pass. And then also you get amazing bonuses in the library when you buy an all-access pass, including my fall writing centers for letter writing. So if you've been thinking about those and you're interested, you can get a free one just for getting the all-access pass among a lot of other goodies. And then you also get the sessions in a podcast version, so you can just listen to them on the go, which I love. Okay, so we talked about lesson plan formats. We talked about content in your actual lessons. And now we need to talk about the delivery of your lesson plans. And I feel like this is important when thinking of how to create a lesson plan system because you want to be consistent with the materials you're offering your students. And also that helps you when you go to prep and plan, you know exactly what you need to photocopy or dig out or have on hand. So when you're considering the content, you want to also consider what are your space, equipment, and supply requirements. If you're limited on space, you might have to modify holding 15 individual partner labs for that science experiment you wanted to do, because maybe you just don't have the room for it. Instead, maybe students will be observing a demonstration of some kind. If so, then this changes your lesson plans as you might need to add in some kind of note-taking or a way to hold your students accountable while you're showing them this observation. If we again take my writing units as an example, I plan the majority of my lessons to be Google Slides with printed materials for my class. This means I must plan ahead to run the copies each week so my lessons run smoothly. If my school limited my copies, I would have to factor that in to how I'm delivering my lessons because I don't want to plan for copies every single day of the week if I'm only allotted X number of copies from my school. And in fact, I'm usually given two copy boxes of paper for the entire school year. So I do have to kind of plan accordingly what I really need to copy. I don't want to just copy a lot of fluff and coloring pages or something for my students when I need it for something more. So keeping that in the back of your mind and also maybe what kind of technology you do or do not have access to. Are you going to be able to get all the supplies that you need to do a really fun experiment? And I keep saying experiment because those are the ones that always take like all the random things, the balloons and the baking soda and the cornstarch and the flour and the water and the funnels and whatever else, right? So that's why I'm mentioning science, just because I know from experience, especially with first and second grade, you want to do that hands-on, but it does end up costing quite a bit of money. Okay, so last but not least, we're going to put this all into practice, and this is the last component of your lesson planning. You want to decide, or actually depending on the grade level and subjects you teach, this answer for what components you're going to include are going to vary pretty widely. For example, if you have limited time to teach social studies, you may only have the students work on an assignment every other day or even once a week. 
Other subjects, such as math and reading, might have daily assignments, as they should. <laughs> For myself, it's important my students are writing every day, so I build this into our lesson routines. This might mean I keep my mini lessons very short and focused in order to incorporate a longer practice time at the end of my lesson. Students are also not cycling through every part of the writing process every single day, which helps save time for independent writing. When planning out your system for writing lesson plans, keep in mind that not every subject will have the same process. Kind of what I mentioned just a few minutes ago. Math might look a lot different than science, and that's going to look a lot different from your writing lessons. But the closer you can keep the components of your lessons across the subjects consistent, the easier and faster your lesson plan writing will be because you will have developed a system for it. If you'd like to learn more about these three systems you should use in your writing block, then make sure to sign up for that summer self-care conference before it's over because I am hosting a session on there today, actually, this is Saturday, that is all about the three systems you need in your writing block. And I have some goodies for you as well. So that is bit.ly forward slash summer self, all one word, no spaces. If you're interested in looking for the link to sign up for that, you can also find it in today's show notes. So thank you so much for listening to today's episode and tune in on Wednesday where I'll have an all new episode waiting for you. Bye for now. If you've loved this show, then join me in sharing the teaching, hitting that subscribe button, and leaving us a review on iTunes so we can be found by more teachers like you who are ready to start sharing the workload. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Find new episodes each week on shareteaching.com. Thanks for listening to the Share Teaching Podcast.